0: Hello there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Jedi Knights, the Star Wars podcast for Joy Clicks. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined by my Chewy, Mike Connors.
1: Yep, you're a partner in crime, uh, co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon. Yes. That's me.
0: Yes. I would not be able to fly that hunk of junk without you.
1: Thank you. You wouldn't have made the Kessel Run in less than 1246.
0: Did I just call our show a hunk of junk? Uh,
1: I mean you know she's got it where it counts
0: fair (laughs) uh may the fourth be with you mike
1: and and with and with you too my friend may the fourth be with you uh we're this is like i feel like all my chakras are aligned i feel like we're we're recording and like everything the stars are aligned i'm one with the force and the force is with me you know how i'm feeling Uh this is like this is like the best day that we could ever be recording this podcast, but it's not gonna come out until a few days later. So
0: Yeah. Honestly though, you know what? I can guarantee you there's not gonna be any Star Wars news tomorrow.
1: Yeah, probably not for the for the next few days. That's probably true.
0: Yeah, you know what? So we got blessed. Because I remember when a while back, uh when we did Monday's release Fridays, there were a few nights of like right after we recorded, and we recorded late in the day. It was like, oh, trailer for mandalorian dropped finally it's like oh great
1: yeah no that's happened to us like more times than than i i would ever think would have happened because like we would record a podcast and then like really like three hours later yeah, well, <laughs> something would happen
0: thankfully like you said the stars aligned it's all working out because yeah. today we have a we have a lot to talk about we have stars video game updates we have the new director and writer Combo of the next Star Wars film. Uh tons of new content on Disney Plus. The finale of the Clone Wars. Series finale.
1: Series finale. And and to think we just started watching it like this year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this we have a lot of ground to cover. So we do. Again, worth noting, we're recording this Monday, May 4th. So if anything does happen, (laughs) not completely up to date, but we have tons of tons of news to discuss. First off, I think the simplest thing is the thing with the least amount of information, and that is uh, we have more LEGO Star Wars uh, news, because last week you and I had a discussion about our history with Le- the LEGO Star Wars video games, and we were sharing excitement for the Skywalker Saga release, which is set to come out this year.
1: Yeah, we, we dedicated a lot of the episode last week to mm-hmm. LEGO Star Wars, so...
0: Yeah, and last week when we did reach the point of the new game uh we were like oh don't know much about it we have like a screenshot we know general uh direction of the game design and that not much has changed today (laughs) it's true yeah i
1: mean that it all really came from like an interview with some like random magazine right i think so yeah i didn't read that at Mm -hmm. all um but i know like just some art was released and stuff
0: yeah we, ha- we do have some screenshots they don't really convey a good sense of like what makes this lego game different but um we do know that it's still set to be coming out this year uh it's going to be featured in jeff Keeley's summer of gaming event which spans uh the entirety of the summer so uh we're probably going to get gameplay at some point from the end of this month to september but even it- you Go think ahead. this is like a, a later in the year kind of release i could see this be like on october thing like a holiday okay. game yeah yeah it, it makes sense because i can't imagine that there is another star wars game that like is a big deal coming out this year um so i think this probably fills that void you know
1: you're probably right yeah
0: yeah um interesting though uh matt Pic- matt piscatella with the npd group who if you're interested in video game sales i highly recommend following him him on twitter um he always tweets out statistics like best selling things for each month by hardware by dollar sales it's fascinating um on special occasions he tweets out like historic things for franchises and he tweeted out the best selling um star wars video games top five uh and funny enough third place was a lego game so (laughs) they sell well. <laughs> which one which,
1: which one was it was it the complete saga probably
0: i can double check for you i do believe it was the complete saga do you have a guess what number one and two were though
1: uh for star wars
0: games yes what like up
1: until what point again sorry uh
0: until yesterday
1: oh uh probably fallen orders up there um and then the original battlefront maybe
0: uh definitely top five for fallen order uh the top five highest grossing star wars video games are number five the force unleashed number four okay. jedi fallen order all right number three lego star wars the complete saga okay number two battlefront 2 2017 interesting and, and number one battlefront 2015
1: very interesting right when i said battle when i said battlefront 2 i was thinking of 2000 what like five, 2005 or, yeah yeah yeah. That's what I was thinking about. That's that's fascinating,
0: right? Yeah. And that's tracking just United States sales but since 1995. So,
1: very interesting. That mm-hmm. that covers a lot of games.
0: It does. Yeah. There's a lot of Star Wars games that came out in those uh that time. Right. And speaking of Star Wars games, we do have some more information on that front. Um What do you want what do you want to do first, Mike? You want to talk about a a new release? Do you want to talk about a game we're very fond of that many people might not be, or Fall Order?
1: Uh, there's a, those are the three options.
0: Yeah, for video games. Let's
1: do let's do a new release <clears throat> first.
0: Okay, this one has me very excited. Um, okay, if you're familiar with virtual reality, you remember that I believe it was Oculus uh, when they released one of their more affordable headsets they were like hey we have a brand new exclusive ilm is developing it it's not a video game but it's not a movie it's a series is the way they were pitching it it's called vader immortal
1: right this came out for oculus right
0: yes uh so vader immortal was very well received as far as i'm aware from the reports i've heard but i didn't look it just finished it. yeah really how many episodes i think
1: I think it just finished i'm, I'm not really completely sure on mm-hmm. that actually
0: well yeah it's, it's very interesting uh from what i have heard of vader immortal it brings some interesting things into the lore like this there's there's this character called like the black bishop that people thought was going to be snoke eventually but obviously that's not the case but it still seems yeah. like it's doing some interesting things with vader but if you wanted to play it you would have had to have an Oculus, which is incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, though, it was announced that the game in its entirety is going to be releasing on PlayStation VR this summer. Do you have one of those? I do have a PlayStation VR. Uh,
1: so you're going to be playing this Vader Immortal. Are you hyped?
0: I'm stoked, dude. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got my PSVR in 2018 for Tetris Effect, which was this like super trippy version of Tetris. But yeah uh experimented with some of the other offerings i didn't want to buy the playstation like we they're called move wands but like they were made for the ps3 they were like retrofitted to work with vr and i was like ah, i don't need those yeah and there's some games that you need them right like i'm a big marvel guy there's an iron man vr game which is supposed to be really cool coming out this year but i was still like you know what i don't want to buy the sticks I'm going to wait for the VR 2, and then I'll try it. I'm buying the sticks.
1: <laughs> so you're, you're going all in on it,
0: then? Oh, yeah. I have to.
1: Yeah. Well, what other games have you
0: tried? So um, I've tried Astrobot, which is very fun. Um, I haven't tried Resident Evil 7 yet. I own it, but I'm terrified of it, so I haven't cracked it open yet.
1: Resident Evil 7, huh?
0: Yeah. They did a full I didn't VR know one. you can play that on VR, only PSVR
1: that's insane
0: but i think it's awesome because i think vr is very cool playstation vr sold i think four million units i think which is pretty good all things considered um so because it's coming to that platform it's going to give millions of more star wars fans myself included the opportunity to uh fight darth vader in vr
1: yeah i heard that story is pretty good um so i mean that's that's pretty sick and when does that come out does it have like a release date attached to that Or right.
0: no set date yet it just has this summer
1: all right well i believe it
0: yeah i'm excited <laughs> i cannot wait for that that's awesome uh if you're if you're a little antsy though and you can't wait that long maybe you don't have vr maybe you're just uh story i like story in games i like third person story games star wars still has it <laughs> covered mike where,
1: where do you get? What
0: are you getting at, Christian? Uh, so today, <laughs> this is the least. I I did not see this coming at all. This surprised me the most today. I think.
1: I'm still I'm still on the edge of my seat, literally.
0: So, <laughs> EA and Respawn decided to oh. bless us with a free content update for Fallen Order.
1: It vastly expands the base game.
0: I mean yeah and to an extent they added a new mode they added some new skin well not new skins but like uh for bd1 there's new skins for cal there's a new option to play the game through with him um oh. i made a video running through surface level stuff which is on the channel now um if you want to check that out just to see it in practice but
1: but i mean those new modes and everything that's a lot of time you can sink into that
0: oh yeah um like
1: that's that's a pretty that's a pretty huge expansion <clears throat>
0: Yeah, so are you familiar at all with what it is?
1: Um, Like, very vaguely. I know, I know. like, the modes are, like, pretty significant, though.
0: Yeah, so there's two significant modes that were added. They're both very similar to one another, though. There is a challenge mode where the game supplies you, I believe, ten different maps with uh, basically waves of enemies. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, waves of enemies where you have to just survive as cal go through each wave Uh, there are certain modifiers of like complete it without getting any hits on you complete it without using stims stuff like that and if you're able to meet those qualifiers you'll get some tokens and you can use those tokens to unlock new skins for bd1 Um, each map has their own unique set of those some of them have different numbers of waves uh, the final one listed is very cool. It's called Shadowlands, I think. And it is you versus the Sisters of the Inquisitors. So I believe it would just be the 2nd and ninth. Interesting. Yeah. So there's some cool stuff going on there. Uh, very neat maps. There's the uh, the Force Meditation map. Remember where you fight Jaratapal? Mm-hmm. There's a 10-round uh, survival there that I tried. I made like... Four five rounds in um no word fight with do you fight with charo no so you get no assistance just if you have the like the bd1 perk to override droids you can still do that okay but i'm i'm assuming the final boss of that stage is jar
1: probably
0: yeah and i can't speak to the other ones yet i only tried kashik meditation and the jedi temple but yeah it adds a lot of replay value i got my ass beat so <laughs> it's definitely going to take some adjustment to get back into that so i'm very happy about that
1: i mean i ha- how do you feel overall about having something like new in that game to go
0: to now it's very interesting because i didn't see it coming at all like yeah i didn't see this coming either i would have assumed based on the way they spoke of fallen order that like the next time we see cal or anything new for this like area of star wars it's a sequel and they're not adding story content here but it is still like you said it's significant all things considered so do you think that this is indicative of maybe the sequel being farther off than we thought do you think this was just a fun treat that they were working on
1: honestly it doesn't i I don't know i it it seems like this this had a lot of effort put behind it um but but i don't think that this like necessarily means that it pushes like the sequel at all in my opinion um i think they probably they probably had this planned out Mm -hmm. um and they were probably working on it before the game was even released like let's be honest
0: yeah Um, go ahead
1: oh i was just gonna say i don't i don't i don't think that that delays the the upcoming game at all and if it does honestly whatever like I, i'd rather that game be good than rushed
0: yeah i don't necessarily mean delayed more of just like they know it's down the line you know like maybe they're they plan to do this content update because they were like hey earliest it's looking is maybe 2022 so mm-hmm. maybe this will keep them busy maybe it'll give them incentive to replay the game um because aside from the challenge maps we do have a arena grid mode where you can basically choose the maps that are provided in the arena mode for challenges and make your own enemy placements and you have a certain number of points you can allocate for what you put in the map and
1: that's pretty cool
0: yeah and each character is worth their own thing so i think like an atst is 30 points um Jar de Paul is like twenty. um In the video, I tried. Why
1: Why is an ATST ranked above jarro DePaul? Paul?
0: I honestly, I think it might. My be My dad. <laughs> I I think it's because of just like memory, maybe it's like a bigger asset. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the power ranking of an ATST versus a Jedi.
1: Yeah, I don't think that that matches up. No. But whatever. <laughs>
0: honestly i'd love it if a game could find a way to contextualize the like memory resource thing to a power level that'd be so funny that would be pretty funny it's like oh you put darth vader in you can't do anything else
1: can you put darth can you put darth vader in
0: unfortunately no um to test out just a little more of the combat i did i spawned inquisitor cal and uh terran malikos and that was a mistake okay
1: you could spawn terry malikos
0: yeah i died fast so how
1: how many how many of the bosses can you spawn
0: so they give you the options of i believe all the bosses with the exception of vader mm. so i think you can all like i don't know how many at once like i, I didn't sit down to do that math of like the point values but uh, i believe so the cure drac might not be there just based on memory like the giant okay. bat.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a lot.
0: Yeah. But I, that's a that's like
1: like the, a fun. The, the Mirror Bat. Are you talking about? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it's a fun addition. It's definitely got me to reinstall the game and mess around with it. And I do want to try to go through those combat challenges. But what do you think? Do you think it's gonna pull you back?
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna certainly play it. Um, but they're probably gonna have to do you think they're gonna update it at all like uh from now until like they release another game
0: i don't know because honestly i could have seen them charge for this even if it was like 10 bucks that'd be
1: very ea of them
0: yeah so like i'm kind of surprised it was free so but I,
1: I mean ea like let's be honest like they've been not shy to release things for free
0: oh no yeah apex dropped for free there's microtransactions in it but like all
1: like all the battlefront expansions free yeah that's incredible
0: for sure and i i I think that this very much feels like a okay here's a little cherry on top see in a few years that's the way i read it Mm -hmm. um fun little note though i remember when we talked about our we did the episode dedicated to fallen order and we were discussing um Red lightsabers and the likelihood. It's fun because if you do a not New Game Plus because you don't get to carry over your abilities. They call it like New Journey Plus or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> if you do that um, from the get go, you can select to play as Inquisitor Cal. So I played. Um, but can you
1: toggle in and out of them like at any time?
0: Yeah. So that's so funny. It's in the customization menu. Like if you pause, where you change your ponchos and stuff there's a separate menu now that lets you swap between normal cal and empire inquisitor so that's
1: in crazy that's crazy
0: yeah so i played the entire beginning of the game as soon as i could do it i switched to it so i was introduced to cal listening to the music with the empire stuff on him and um played all the way to the second sister fight so that was fun nice red lightsaber and all very cool but you know is it double-bladed uh i well i didn't play that far but i'm assuming yes no i see uh you know what mike (laughs) what you know how we thought because they told us this we would never see a red lightsaber in fallen order
1: i don't remember anybody ever saying that
0: well i I, they said like this is a jedi story so no no red lightsabers
1: oh oh, like you wouldn't be able to wield a red light yeah yeah Mm -hmm. now they're lying
0: yes there's a there's another lightsaber color that has graced another medium that i did not see coming at all oh really star wars battlefront 2 got its final content update
1: this is the big this is the big one this is the big one right here
0: we're fans of this game on this show
1: yeah yeah
0: free content update again might i add (laughs) oh it's all been free yes so except for
1: except for one bit of it
0: (laughs) yeah one one tiny little thing (laughs) um so this is the final update of the game they added first off supremacy to the age of the rebellion so you can now do supremacy on death star 2 tatooine hoth which is very exciting that's Uh, very cool as well as the map that has now been brought into the game which is scarif nice uh did you play scarif at all in battlefront 1
1: i don't believe so
0: i didn't either because that's when they were still charging for it and by the time it came out all my friends stopped playing
1: right yeah i didn't i don't think i played that
0: no yeah but i was talking to my friend kevin uh who co-hosts gamescast with me because he was playing it a little earlier today and i was like hey how is it because i know you played it in battlefront one i haven't had a chance to dive in yet And he said it felt very similar and he wouldn't be surprised if it was the same layout, but he still enjoyed it with the, just the coat of paint of Battlefront 2 and its systems over it.
1: Honestly, Um, that I, that's, that I, I find convincing enough. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, honestly, just the, just the amount of updates that EA has given this game Mm -hmm. is ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. like, we're lucky to have all of it for free that like, if it's kind of just a reskin of like an old map. That doesn't bother me as much it's
0: like yeah i don't mind i i'll happily play that uh, i haven't yeah. had a chance to investigate if capital supremacy is a mode for scarif because i i feel like that makes so much sense mm-hmm. um maybe it's on hoth i don't know haven't had a chance to play it yet but in addition to adding supremacy to the age of rebellion bringing Scarif back we got some new skins oh yeah so tying back to the transition Ray with the yellow lightsaber is in the game now.
1: That's yeah, that's big time.
0: Absolutely. It's funny though because when you go to you know how you can change the appearances of each character and it has like a an adjective for them? Yeah. Of the different skins. Uh so it's like Ray, this, this, uh, Last Jedi, or whatever they called it. And then the bottom one is said Ray Skywalker, and then seeing it written down and just so much larger than all the other ones that just said Ray, I was like, Oh, that's <laughs> that's strange just should we have just (laughs) copy pasted ray skywalker for the rest of them just to make it look nice like it's not even a thing about the name or that choice it's just it looks weird in a menu
1: (laughs) yeah it does yeah (laughs) i did see that screenshot i haven't i haven't played it yet um Mm -hmm. i was gonna play it tonight actually because yeah uh just haven't had the the time haven't gotten around to it but uh not only did we get ray with the yellow lightsaber which is awesome Mm -hmm. we also got you want to say it
0: you go for man Darth Maul Clone Wars but not but yeah
1: Clone Wars Darth Maul
0: very very cool addition it's awesome to see that they did this it's cool to see Darth Maul get a little more of his honestly where most of his character lies is that show so like it's it's nice to see that they give that interpretation some love
1: yeah I that's the, that i would main that skin if i ever played dark maul
0: yeah i i don't play maul like my go-to for the age of republic villain is usually grievous but yeah that maul skin is tempting yeah that is. um they also added a few other i believe they call them fan favorite looks which is interesting <laughs> they added uh kylo ren from i guess nine like he has the cracked helmet that's put together again but he has a hood up oh so so kylo ren from nine
1: with the hood up
0: (laughs) basically um palpatine got a new skin he got his uh red silky robes from when he gets the force die added up hate that (laughs) um who else I i believe that was it for the major skin additions but yeah it's it's cool to see battlefront going out on a high note
1: yeah i mean now i'm thinking about it i always thought ray's yellow lightsaber was double bladed or maybe that was just a hope that was me just thinking that she was like Bastila.
0: yeah honestly maybe it is because like i was talking to one of my friends about this the first time we really see Rey use the lightsaber is going to be in this video game so maybe it is double bladed in canon but like it would be so difficult to program ray with that skin option as a separate entire thing of like oh so now she has double bladed moves like maul style
1: yeah she couldn't just be she couldn't just like look like maul
0: yeah that would be so much more work than just doing like oh let's give her the outfit and give her the yellow that would be that's so maybe it's, it's still up in the air but
1: that's a fair point
0: um you haven't slowed down playing battlefront you still pop in once in a while
1: oh yeah i pop in every few every so often yeah. um i like that game
0: me too so
1: i always like that game yeah
0: <laughs> uh funny enough it's been on sale the past few days by the time this episode's out it's not on sale anymore <laughs> but actually
1: i don't have it on pc so i bought it on sale
0: very nice um
1: it's for my pc so mm-hmm. Ooh, it was
0: it's been on sale i convinced like five of my friends to get it so they're seeing the light it feels good jack got it jack did get it yeah i saw (laughs) feels very good yeah but yeah it feels good to be a star wars video game fan
1: definitely for sure big things coming
0: absolutely um
1: you know it's also a very good time to be a star wars film fan
0: it is because we have news i don't did you see this coming at all absolutely not we have news on who the director writer combo is for the next star wars feature film uh we've discussed this on the show when it was a rumor was shot down uh he quote tweeted the announcement on twitter and said psych yeah (laughs) today no
1: you gotta you gotta before you say the name Mm -hmm. one word to describe how you felt when you heard this elated i'd say surprised
0: taika waititi is going to be the director of the next star wars feature film he's going to be writing it alongside christy wilson cairns who wrote 1917 that's pretty cool that's very cool that's a good combo after seeing the end of mando i have so much faith where are you at with this because i feel like we had this conversation before of like taika could be too marvel but then we saw what he did with mando so like where's your head out with it all
1: i mean I, I totally like and enjoy like what he did with the mandalorian so i also really enjoyed 1917 and mm-hmm. honestly am not super familiar with this writer's work what's her name uh
0: christy wilson cairns
1: christy wilson cairns Mm-hmm. i don't know if i just got the name right but yeah like i mean i enjoy 1917 a lot and trust taika watini with the material the source material so i'm excited to see you know what what it, what comes of it I'm i'm curious to see like what time period he's going to be you know making a film in so
0: yeah i have to wonder because if they fill any of the like the gap between six and seven then i feel like you could run into people who are upset of like hey i thought we were gonna move away from the skywalker era but there's just so much untapped potential in those like 30 years there still very true that i feel like it's an easy place to just assume it would be you know
1: yeah i would yeah i mean i i'm not sure if they're going to i thought they were saying that they weren't gonna do any you know new films in this in this time period though
0: yeah that's what makes me a little curious because i can't really see this being high republic after last week and talking about just continually how they're establishing high republic is a publishing effort right so i guess it comes back to what we were talking about last week with the new disney plus series could it potentially be old republic could it be far future we really don't know and it really aside from the writing and directing announcements. There's no other news here.
1: That's true. I mean, we just know who's doing it. There's no other information. We have, we're completely blind.
0: Yeah. Do you think? I feel like there's one little nugget here. Do you think, based on the track record of what kind of film 1917 is and Taika's history, do you think this is going to be like a Jedi film? Do you think it's going to be an underworld thing? A military band of brothers-esque thing what where's your head at there
1: i think it's going to be i'm not sure it's going to be like
0: primarily a jedi thing Mm -hmm. i think
1: it's going to be more of like an underworld thing but
0: i don't know my head went to underworld as well um i think it's very easy to feel like we could just do so many underworld stories right now after mandalorian you know yeah And I don't think they'd oversaturate that, but just hearing 1917 being this bombastic war film, Taika having this this humor that I feel like works with like smugglers or uh, solo-esque characters, I I I feel like there's potential there.
1: I feel like he should have like he should have for real like directed Solo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that would have been great. I feel like that would have been a really great mix. Uh, do you think for how unique his style is that we might eventually run into similar issues that happen with Lauren and miller on solo since you bring it up
1: i don't think so because i think they've worked with him before they yeah. wouldn't have they wouldn't have hired him for this project if they weren't confident in their ability to work with him
0: i agree and i do think that disney at large can probably vouch for him since he's done thor ragnarok and they bring him back for another thor so
1: that was incredibly successful so yes they trust him to an extent i guess
0: yeah so i wouldn't be too worried about him having to tone it down because i do think in mando it was a good balance personally
1: he'll have to tone it down for star wars i think
0: yeah and i think he did with the finale
1: yeah and i mean like who knows i mean i I don't know i'm excited to see what he does with it It, we have no idea what it's going to be um but whatever it is, I'm sure it'll be great.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Is it gonna be the highest uh, the most universally praised Star Wars movie of the last 10 years?
1: Yeah, he's gonna outdo he's gonna outdo George Lucas himself.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Well, before we dive into the main point of discussion for today it is worth shouting out that the rise of Skywalker episode 9 is now available on Disney plus and speaking of oh May you
1: know glory, what we mi- you know what we missed? what there was a tv show announced today too oh there was yeah it's it was kind of just like the same there's going to just be like a t- the disney plus tv show oh, at some point
0: it's the same story that variety was reporting on last week oh is it it's official now
1: oh interesting so okay. yes uh
0: the writer i believe of russian doll on netflix is going to be show running writing a new disney plus series the official word. There's not much to go on there. We discussed last week. Variety sources said it was like female centric, and um, that's really all there is there, right now. Well,
1: I mean, I think it's good to to shout that out.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I completely slipped that. I, was, I thought it was already announced after last. Week. <laughs>
1: no, it's all right.
0: Um, but yeah, speaking of plus, Rise of Skywalker is now available, and the new i guess star wars series it's not branded as that but it's called disney gallery um a documentary series eight parts about the it, production of the mandalorian
1: yeah it's the star wars documentary
0: yeah um but, i watched
1: the first part of it today it's pretty good
0: nice i haven't had a chance to check it out yet but i'm excited to yeah
1: it's 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 a documentary mm-hmm. they have it's like a they have like a uh it's basically done with like all the some of the directors sitting around a table with like Jon Favreau and they just like go around the table and talk about their time working at, on set mm-hmm. that's the first episode it's pretty cool
0: does it focus as on like the series as a whole out the gate or is it specifically about episode one
1: no just it, it's just the series as a whole like it's awesome. each direct it's their each director like talking about their own like episodes and stuff like Dave Filoni and Taika and Bryce Dallas Howard and Rick Faminiwa and stuff Deborah Deborah Cha as well.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. I, I'm really interested in how the show was produced.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, with that, we've covered the May the fourth news. We have. As it exists right now. At uh five forty six PM on Monday.
1: Right. So don't now, don't blame us. Something <laughs> else happens.
0: Now it's time to talk about the final two episodes of The Acclaimed, Star Wars The Clone Wars.
1: The Acclaimed.
0: <laughs> so starting out, Shattered. I was on the edge of my seat this entire episode, waiting. Yeah,
1: for for real, man. I, I watched some people talk about this episode, and they bring up a good point. The beginning kind of feels very, like, Blade runner Have You've seen Blade yeah. Runner, right? Yeah yeah it's very the
0: mute the the music and stuff and the pacing of it all is very like slow and like deliberate and stuff it's very quiet because they all know like yeah they know that we know what's about to happen so like just the way they played it i totally agree it was very minimalist and it worked very well um and i think they tricked me a couple times like i thought there was a point where when after uh ahsoka said bye to bokatan and she was going to Talk to the council briefing i thought like oh no while she's in that meeting it's gonna go down right doesn't but no (laughs) it takes a
1: while it takes a while
0: yeah and that was just so brutal because like i knew it was coming yeah i know uh it's so
1: eerie it's so eerie though like the beginning yeah it's the first like 10 minutes of this episode it's like so it's like a funeral procession
0: (laughs) almost yeah and just like the number of times they focus on maul and just his eyes in the box just like because yeah. knows what's coming
1: like the hannibal lecter freaking thing A-
0: absolutely yeah that was intense the build-up in this episode was out the gate 10 out of 10 cranked up to 11 as we went on mm-hmm. um so yeah this episode picks up almost directly where we leave off in episode two uh, or of this arc not as direct as the pickup from one to two but we see the aftermath of the conclusion of ahsoka's fight with maul he's captured and from yeah from there just really goes it's less on the nose with drawing comparisons to three i think
1: yeah it, it does draw a huge comparison to three because ahsoka walks in on like mace and yoda and mm-hmm. uh i think that's Ala sakura and
0: kiati mundi's there as well
1: kiati yeah kiati mundi's there and that scene is in revenge of the sith
0: yeah so that and it one... cuts
1: it cuts it cuts like right after yoda says something but in this like yoda says it and then like ahsoka walks in
0: yeah so that kind of felt more natural to me than last week when it was obi-wan being like okay Hmm. so this is what's happening you know yeah right (laughs) and it might just be because like you said it is much more closely knit with three you know like it's it's not filling in gaps it's like providing additional context you know
1: yeah it has no well because three really has no gaps to fill yeah um it's it's just base yeah you're right it's just giving more more it's just adding more f- more fat around three mm-hmm.
0: yeah um speaking of uh i want to shout this out before we keep going i forget who it is on reddit it's not done yet but somebody is cutting together the episodes of this arc with revenge of the sith to make one like four hour the original like lucas four hour vision for revenge of the sith oh my god so keep your eyes out on that before it gets taken down because that's going to be something <laughs>
1: that makes me yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um so yeah i guess general thoughts leading up to the order 66 moment um how you feel about this episode uh,
1: you know just like it's very slow and 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 that's a good thing mm-hmm. it it just like builds with the tension and i think i really admire that how like how that episode this episode is able to do that
0: yeah i i think because of the last two episodes they reached a point where that works and it's how do you feel i guess in comparison to one of the slow episodes of mandalorian where i remember sometimes it was a little bit conflicting of like it's cool but like we have places to be where here it's like we got two episodes left and they're taking their time here do you so you feel it's earned
1: i felt like it was earned because i i guess like i knew what the episode was going to be about yeah and so i was like yeah they're just building up to it you know mm-hmm. so it, it was fine to me
0: yeah i agree
1: and i think it's different
0: different from Amanda doing that
1: yeah i don't know i just it just feels more allowed
0: yeah so the moment how do how how do you feel how walk me through how you felt seeing ahsoka and rex on the bridge and then the moments that followed
1: well the whole scene of them going into hyperspace is like beautiful yeah in my opinion it's like very nice um and what ahsoka says to rex like right before they have that very like deep conversation about what it means to be a soldier mm-hmm. it's that's very that's very interesting to me yeah um given the context of what happens like 30 seconds later yeah absolutely. so like when i saw that i was like something bad's about to happen like imminently mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and it does because rex goes to the briefing and gets briefed about <laughs> <War> 66 <laughs>
0: yeah Meanwhile... it's a, it,
1: yeah it's it's crazy man
0: yeah it's very interesting also to see ahsoka react yeah. to everything that's happening similarly to how yoda does when he like drops his cane and grabs his head in three
1: yeah because he I, I good thing they used the actual hayden christensen audio for that
0: yeah that caught me off guard
1: it caught me off guard but it kind of worked in a way
0: yeah i think it did i do think towards the end of it they might have mixed it a little bit with yeah there matt was Lobby. a little bit
1: of there was a little bit of matt later here
0: because i definitely was like it sounds like hayden and then i was like oh it it came back around like it it might have just been intentionally that way but yeah seeing that making that choice i think you're totally right definitely works to make it all feel cohesive seems like maul heard it too yeah i don't know if he heard it as much as he sensed the disturbance in the force of all the death
1: true he does say that he's you know? like don't you didn't you didn't you feel at all the death and all that kind of stuff yeah
0: because when it was all going down i was like i really want to see how Maul's going to read this because he's tapped in so like yeah what's right. his impression true <laughs> you know uh and Anyways. yeah that's uh, the conversation that you brought up about ahsoka and rex talking about what it means to be a soldier i thought was very interesting as well because i kind of thought that was the direction they were going to go to make sure ahsoka was cool because bringing up the fact that moments before order 66 happens she's not a jedi anymore mm-hmm. i thought that was going to play into it somehow and funny enough in the next episode it kind of plays into it
1: <laughs> sort of doesn't really work
0: yeah but just that moment seeing order 66 after all his time and seeing it through rex's perspective and him having to deal with that that was rough that was rough
1: yeah <laughs> so yeah walk me walk me through the order 66 moment for you
0: okay so he i'm assuming they used the ian mcdermott order 66 line because it sounded like it yeah it did um just the horror on rex's face when the door opens and she walks in and then he turns around and just seeing him like breaking down shaking the tear dro- going down his face i was like oh my god felony.
1: <laughs> yeah he drops the helmet and stuff
0: yeah that was intense yeah i it's... i think that is one of the highest moments of drama on this show
1: in star wars i think
0: yeah it's up there i think it hits harder than some of the episode three order 66 stuff honestly
1: it really it really is pretty good man it's peak star wars
0: like do you laugh at the younglings
1: <laughs> yeah i think it's silly
0: okay because I, I think I it, also... it,
1: conve- it conveys a point though
0: it does i just don't think it lands the way they want it to no (laughs) so i guess that is the point of comparison seeing that avenue of order 66 and then seeing rex who doesn't want to do this you can tell that he's like holding back intentionally and i thought it was very interesting that he was able to even get out the fact that fives new.
1: right that was pretty that was pretty smart
0: yeah, paying off for season six, dude.
1: <laughs> but I didn't, honestly, did you expect him to?
0: What say that? Uh, no,
1: lives? to to turn to turn on Ahsoka.
0: I didn't know. See, because I I get they had the inhibitor chip, right? But I did think that there was going to be a loophole with the fact that Ahsoka left.
1: See, in Re- in Rebels, he says to he says that he didn't betray his Jedi. Let well, I me.
0: Mean- I guess he technically didn't you know, like, I, know he a couple I know shots I know. at her
1: i know but but i mean he says that and so i guess i was expecting that meant that he like for some reason broke out of the trance of the inhibitor chip you mm-hmm. know
0: yeah, yeah i i, I definitely had theories in my head of like how i was going to shake down and none of them involved her surgically removing the chip from his head no what do you think <laughs> of that
1: I mean, we have to talk about the lead up to that—the fact that we got R seven back,
0: yeah, in the Clone well, Wars.
1: Cool. Yeah, that's like her old droid from like the first season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and that other cast of of cute little droids. I think it's just funny that like in this an epic like last final arc of the Clone Wars, we still have like a we still have like a droid adventure.
0: Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> which fun. is which is pr- pretty fun and just like good for them, you know, because that's that's like partially what the Clone Wars is, you know
0: yeah um, it, it's very star wars you know because like ever since four has always been like there's droids that are key components to what's going on here so it was nice to see them like pay homage that way
1: yeah i just i, I know like the clone wars is like very notorious for having like arcs about droids for no comes home. yeah like you know yeah. <laughs> just like those really like dumb but so it's funny to see it that it had its own space in this last arc but <clears throat> yeah i thought it was interesting how like they had to basically capture rex and like bring him to the medical bay and
0: Mm -hmm. i loved also that to get to that point she went to maul that was just a very like i'm glad she did it you know like i saw it coming to an extent we even speculated about like if they'd maybe team up the week before but
1: i'd say they did in a way that only benefits ahsoka
0: (laughs) yeah I agree. He didn't get his saber, you know?
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Uh but yes, yeah, still seeing him like wreck shop, destroy the hyperdrive, that was crazy. Um, I mean that yeah, that was
1: the next episode, but
0: Oh that they blend together, I think.
1: Yeah, they do. All four of them do, really.
0: For sure. Um is there anything else you want to say about Shattered before we dive into the finale?
1: Um I just I don't know. I just like how the whole inhibitor chip thing came back yeah and the darth maul scene in the hallway was very reminiscent of rogue one
0: yeah yes yeah I, I picked up on that too like just seeing him unleashed in a way where he can't rely on the weapon i always like when they touch on that
1: yeah it's pretty cool uh
0: and then the finale general thoughts before we get into specifics okay what, what do you think of the finale
1: i think it's one of the weaker of all four of them
0: to be honest i don't think you're wrong i feel like the it's very much an a to b episode you know like i feel like these last two episodes were just meant to be one thing even more than the four combined are meant to be you know
1: yeah i would probably agree with you with that because it's kind of it's kind of all feels like it should just be taken as one
0: yeah like 20 seconds ago i just thought maul getting his moment was in the episode before like it they just blend so well where it is very much you pick up similar to episodes one and two of this arc you pick up right at the end and then it's just the resolution the entire episode right um so i think we didn't we didn't get
1: we didn't get much resolution in this
0: no because it's very much just a point a to b escape and then a little epilogue yeah and i think in tandem with the episode prior incredible finale
1: oh yeah i mean just incredible yeah all around
0: like as a standalone episode i get it you know like it's like yeah we got we got away
1: <laughs> i think i think they really need to be all taken this one i think it's hard to say like oh episode four was not good you know because like it, it's just like not taking in context of the rest of it
0: no i agree and i i i would love if at one point we got a theatrical release of all four they should that would be very it's nice it's like
1: it's like star wars episode
0: 3.5 pretty much yeah I, I think it's essential at this point to the whole story and we sort of get to see a culmination of not just this arc but what we've seen through the series with the two original characters from it mm-hmm and in that perspective i i really enjoy it and seeing ahsoka and rex with their backs against the wall for the first or for basically the entire episode because we pick up of them trying to escape in the bridge right and then they basically get away 12 minutes later and then we start wrapping up
1: yeah i mean it's pretty straightforward they just basically escape like Mm -hmm. you said and they do that and star wars clone wars fashion
0: yes absolutely <laughs> running on running on the outsides of ships skydiving yeah.
1: it's not it's nothing really we've never seen before mm-hmm. let's just put it that way
0: yeah um, um
1: maul blowing up the hyperdrive is cool
0: yeah like that was one of my favorite parts honestly just seeing the the,
1: the the visuals of it all are beautiful
0: oh yeah it looks stunning i saw side by side again of like when ahsoka and rex were introduced and then at them on the bridge, I right. was like, "Man, leaps and bounds in the yeah. term of art direction." Uh, we also get Ahsoka pulling a Ray, except she doesn't blow up the ship. Wait, what do you mean? Maul's escaping off the the deck, and she grabs the ship out of the air, trying to hold it
1: true that that was pretty cool do you think she let go of it on purpose
0: yeah that's how i it seemed like pretty deliberate that she let go of like i'm just wasting time we need to find a plan b
1: yeah
0: uh do you have anything stand out to say about this episode other than the last four minutes right now
1: um nothing really like entirely stand out to say stand out to say about this episode honestly like it was a, It was just an interest. I was. I was genuinely interested to see how they're going to write themselves out of that predicament. Because it seemed like a pretty serious predicament that they were in. Yeah. Um, and like I said, they they escaped in classic Star Wars fashion. We we knew Maul was going to escape that. Um, and yeah, other than the last four minutes, I have nothing much to say about it.
0: Yeah, it was nice as a. I feel like a lot of the emotional weight for me just like based on my memory of 2 a.m when i watched this um sure fell on rex and him dealing with the fact that he was ready to kill his brothers
1: yeah interesting how ahsoka was not
0: yeah and I, i really liked that back and forth because it kind of felt very what the jedi should be you know of like ahsoka saying like no this is the morally right thing i could have killed you but it's not you it's something else it's a a force at play that we can't control right and it's
1: not it's not their fault essentially
0: yeah and seeing rex sort of progress in his humanity in that way of like recognizing that with her beyond just being a droid i felt like was a really nice full circle arc of the entire clone subplots of the show
1: yeah i agree
0: yeah it was a nice little pinpoint on what the show was supposed to be about i thought it's it's it was very it was very well done all around yeah and of course ahsoka carrying this entire arc i'm i'm glad you know like it's very rewarding i think after all the time we spent watching the show seeing her story and her mm-hmm. role in this universe reach like it's not final chapter but like it feels like this is where it starts
1: they got the pay they got the payoff it deserves
0: yeah so the ending did you see it coming
1: i got spoiled
0: oh no really
1: yeah i got spoiled i saw yesterday on youtube like a thumbnail of like apparently it came out on like disney plus like new zealand or something and like some guy like put it on youtube he was like darth vader's scene and i was like oh wow nice cool that's a bummer but it's all right so yeah i did see it coming unfortunately
0: (laughs) did you have any idea of like i guess that aside before like a few days ago did you want to see vader in this episode
1: I wanted to see anakin okay like i well, wanted to see vader in like anakin's like body like bef- like like pre-mustafar
0: yeah i think that would have been very very interesting but i would argue that we do see anakin we don't see vader here
1: interesting
0: would you like me to be on my case
1: please build your case
0: so i think we've had a lot of conversations about like when does anakin stop being anakin and become vader right and yep. it's come down to maybe like when padme died when he choked out padme when he knelt to palpatine when he burned alive like there's a lot of avenues you could take right right i think this series and the role ahsoka played to fleshing out the character of anakin i think for me i would say that ahsoka is more pivotal to my appreciation and understanding of anakin as a character than padme is
1: yeah for sure
0: so with the context of the show and that in mind i think (laughs) the moment anakin died is when he walked up there saw her lightsaber was like okay she's probably dead and then just took it and walked away because i think there's some imagery going on here like obviously we get to see like a shade of his eye through the lens Mm-hmm.
1: um the yeah. bird that's flying above mm-hmm. is like connected to soka some way
0: mm-hmm. i can see that from, for sure
1: well from from rebels like there's like a bird that's connected with her interesting yeah um, i'm not sure if it's the same bird but i would assume probably
0: yeah and then the fact that we hold on a shot of anakin standing there holding a blue lightsaber I yeah. think it's and like them him closing it tucking it away and then showing his red saber on his hilt and then just walking away with it i think is like a moment of closure for anakin skywalker because vader the title of darth vader i feel like it gives anakin a lot of room to act on his emotion because he's a sith now you know right and the last emotional tie he had i think was ahsoka and it's clear there's a time jump that happens here so i i felt like you know what maybe he's been searching maybe he's like maybe like i don't know what happened to her i don't do think, you think he, he wanted to kill her
1: do you think he's feeling grief in that moment
0: uh, yeah absolutely and i think like the imagery like the snow the color tones of everything implies that. absolutely yeah
1: yeah so. it's pretty it's a pretty beautiful ending to it all
0: 100 percent. i'm sorry uh, you got spoiled
1: no it's okay i mean it's fine because it exists now it's it's very beautiful and very sad but very yeah. fitting mm-hmm. um exactly exactly how i imagined it ending yeah not ri- not really but it was very well done <laughs> i agree totally um, so what do you what do you think of all four of these episodes taken overall christian
0: overall it's the best arc right
1: yeah for by far
0: (laughs) um that i i feel weird because i've seen some people saying like hey should i just watch the finale of the show because i love star wars like i feel like it's a disservice to the viewer at that point if you just go in because it is like ahsoka and rex and maul and you get so much of them through the rest of this show that i feel like the weight of these moments doesn't hit if you don't have the context
1: so you're thinking that it's not necessarily like essential that if you're watching the star wars saga you don't actually necessarily have to watch this
0: no i'm saying that the clone wars as a whole is essential and then this is a great ending to it
1: <laughs> i think the clone wars is essential yeah i would agree with you on that Mm-hmm
0: do you do you think you would feel like it's all, like representative enough of the show that you could show this to anybody who's just a star wars fan and enjoy it do you think
1: i think if someone's like a star wars fan to the point where they enjoy like some of the lore of star wars they would be interested in this mm-hmm. but like if someone's hasn't watched and is interested in like the rest of the clone wars like you said i'm not sure if they would if this would be a thing for them
0: yeah, I, I just I, I'm with you where like it feels like this is essential, and I do think it's kind of altogether the other prequel. That
1: yeah, I, I wouldn't. It's just I feel like it's hard. It's hard to like, it's not super. Acce- it's well, it is accessible, but like, mm-hmm. it's better. It makes more sense if you've watched the rest of Clone Wars.
0: Yeah, and I i know that's a tall ask and like we talked about last week jack pulled out 70 episodes that i feel like really conveys everything well i'm along the way you and i both dipped out of that order and checked out a couple other episodes and yeah i think it's it's a good show it's one of the better star wars things i think
1: oh yeah it's i'm so happy that i took the time to watch it me too like it's sad that i went so long without seeing it because it's really great
0: yeah, I'm. I'm bummed that I stopped. Like, I'm mad at my past self. I'm like, why'd you stop after Cad Bane? Yeah. Why? Yeah. What was the choice? It just got better from there. Uh, it's you totally don't even
1: have to. You don't even have to watch the whole thing.
0: No, I don't. Yeah, because I feel like we both have a clear grasp on Ahsoka's character and her relationship with Anakin and Anakin's fleshed out character, Obi Wan's fleshed out character, the clones. I, I think agree. I think this viewing that we went on is very representative of this series and its place, you know? Right. So if somebody's curious and they are down to watch, what was it, like seven, well, plus the season?
1: 67 episodes
0: (laughs) of Clone Wars that are 27 or 20 to 25 minutes each. Absolutely worth it. I I think. (laughs) uh we can have a discussion now or at a different point in time but i do think it's worth placing this in our rankings of the series at large
1: oh interesting i mean i could do a preliminary ranking
0: i want to give you time to stew on it we can come back to it next week if you want but i do yeah give me
1: time give me time to stew on it
0: yeah i can't be
1: i can't be making those kind of those kind of the statements right now i haven't had time to think about it
0: no i, I totally get it because i do think the fact that like you are agreeing there is just i think so much respect to everybody who worked on the show making it another pillar you know like i yeah. saw somebody also say honestly if they made attack of the clones episode one and then like an abridged story of anakin training ahsoka episode two and then episode three was just revenge of the sith with the siege of mandalore then it would have just made the prequels the best trilogy in practice that, like that's that's
1: really what they should have done <laughs>
0: yeah like i'm glad they didn't because then we wouldn't have this show the way it is but i do think that is almost a definitive way to look at the story of anakin skywalker becoming vader
1: it's like you watch you watch the prequels, right? And like there's a gap between two and three, but like yeah. you don't really think about it ever. But that's like a three year gap and so much stuff happens between them. And like
0: yeah.
1: they do they have a tall order at the beginning of three to like convince you that Anakin and Obi Wan are like best of friends. Yeah. Uh, so in that regard, the Clone Wars is, is great because it really fills in that gap.
0: For sure. Uh, a couple questions for you at the end of it have you watched revenge of the sith yet since yes
1: no have you? you
0: no are you planning on it um maybe i just i'm, I'm so curious to see if anything i feel about anakin changes because obviously the show has made me like anakin a lot more but like just the context of it like is we had a discussion about anakin versus obi-wan like if it hit the way it totally should have maybe this makes it hit even harder
1: i think we need to rewatch all nine films
0: christian <laughs> or all 11 films i would hear an argument <laughs> um and secondly do you think you're gonna go straight to rebels like where do you feel the ahsoka and rex storyline leaves off because i know you've watched rebels already like do you feel like it's a natural build into that or
1: I mean, I would like to see what happens with Ahsoka immediately after this. Rebels you, is a little bit more; it's like, you know, it's pretty far into the future.
0: Do you think then the Ahsoka Rosario Dawson series takes place in this gap? I would hope so. Do you think it would work? Or, out that after, way?
1: or after Rebels, I want to see. I want to see them find Ezra.
0: So we won't spoil like Ahsoka's all arc past rebels because i don't really don't know much about it other than like the one thing that she was like brought in to do in rebels (laughs) true um but yeah do you think i guess for the future of ahsoka are you excited at being introduced to her in rebels seeing where there's so much potential now
1: i'm yeah it's it's uh yeah i'm excited to see i'm excited to see where ahsoka
0: you know goes Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: well i'm all out of questions <laughs> for you <laughs> well i'm all out of answers wonderful um overall like i said next week we're probably gonna have a more retrospective look back at this entire watch along series and just final thoughts and a ranking within the skywalker saga next week uh, as we well should as the... i ahead. was gonna say
1: i was gonna say we should rewatch. we should rewatch the rise of skywalker
0: we will yeah we can watch rise of skywalker again this week for next week's episode um so look forward to a discussion about that and then a ranking of the clone wars series and maybe an updated ranking of rise of skywalker i don't know maybe we'll see we'll see (laughs) but the acclaimed series has ended Sad it's strange to say i'm hopeful that we get the next animated series announced within this year that would be fun but what a legacy they have made here um what a what a story huh yeah mike if there's anything you'd like to shout out feel free to do so
1: uh you can follow me on twitter at mike p connors
0: very nice uh you can follow me on twitter or instagram at chris n buckley Again, I'll say just like we did last week on our Twitter at Jedi Knights JC. There's a full breakdown of the essential episodes of the Clone Wars. If you missed out, if you have Disney Plus, if you want to watch them all and then watch the series finale, highly recommended. It is on our Twitter. Uh if you're listening to this show on podcast services like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast service, and you can rate rate us or review us on that service, it would be greatly appreciated because while this is the end of the clone wars it is not the end of jedi knights
1: not n- never the end of jedi knights begun the clone wars the have <laughs> the empire has yeah
0: so now my role as moderator is now shifting to supreme chancellor to emperor because now mike it's all about growth and expansion now we got to just reach out into the corners of the galaxy get the podcast shared around exactly the unknown regions i feel you absolute power
1: (laughs) unlimited power
0: um but yeah that's gonna do it hell of a run respect to dave filoni and george lucas and everyone else
1: respect to the creator george lucas
0: yeah and may the force be with you
1: may the force be with you general kenobi (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha